0: Welcome to the Mike on Much Podcast. This is a very special edition of the Mike on Much Podcast, but I am still here with my friend and trust producer, Max Kerman, hi. as well as our pop culture aficionado, Shane Cunningham. I didn't know if you were going to say hi the way, Max. Hi. There you go. Uh, guys, this is a special episode for our listeners because there is no feature guest today. We are the, uh,
1: the we're feature. the feature guest.
0: the feature conversation today uh, because this episode is all about our new Crave show, mm-hmm. Mike on Much in conversation with... Yep. So many great people. Uh, I have long-form conversations with Sting and Shaggy, Noel Gallagher, Jody Whittaker, uh, Niall Rogers, Jared Kiso from Letterkenny, Alessia Cara, Lights, mm-hmm. and am I forgetting anybody? I,
1: There's a lot of digital Leon
0: dessert. Bridges. Yeah, How could is. I forget Leon Bridges? Not only that, though, we also have eight amazing digital desserts where Shane's talking to big-time celebs, too. Shaney, who are you talking to? Brent Butt, number <laughs> one there. Uh, yeah. Arkell's. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well there. Yeah. Else we got Max, here. what did you think of the Arkells' digital dessert? We'll get to that. Okay, so Arkells, Brent Butt. Who else you got there? Jason Mraz,
2: Monster Truck, Monster Truck, uh, the Jersey Shore people, Vinny and Dina, mm-hmm.
0: Emmy Award winner Chris Red, cast member of Saturday Night Live. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then what? A cool. Jacob Tremblay impersonator. Uh, yeah, well, that's abstract comedy. This but. list seemed better uh, before. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should let your list go <laughs> yeah.
2: first and then
0: yeah. my list. But I. Uh, uh, Listeners, we are so, so, so excited that we have a show on Crave. Man, eight episodes. We did the damn thing.
1: Yeah, it was a cool experience. Um, This
0: is why you wanted to talk. You wanted to walk people through the experience. Is that it, Max? Yeah,
1: so I I thought it would be fun as maybe a bit of a promo piece and just an opportunity to... Well, it's still relatively fresh in our minds to talk about the making of the show. But also, the reason why we do any of this stuff is for uh, for free stuff, right? (laughs) Like, this is why... We have a podcast or, you know, we're always trying to get free tickets to things and free swag. I, I, to me, that's just an ancillary benefit. I do it for friendship and camaraderie. That Max. too. But yeah. the main reason. Okay. Yeah. Is that other thing that I just said. And uh, you called me when we were in Europe on tour and you, and you said that, Max, uh, Bell wants to send us to a Raptors game, have us at courtside. <laughs> And uh, So so as one of the benefits of having this Crave
0: show, which uh, premieres, by the way, December 21st on Crave, so subscribe if you haven't already, Uh, they wanted to stick us courtside to promote the show because it was on TSN, Mm -hmm. and so they were going to put a camera courtside and basically film us courtside, and then the announcer for the Raptors, Matt Devlin, was going to be like... And there's the guys from Mike on Much premiering December 21st on Craig. Did they do that? They didn't they didn't end up doing it. So
1: we just got a free hoops game out of it.
0: Well, we ended up getting it through the the beauty of Justin Stockman and Sarah McLaren and maybe some others that I may be forgetting forgive me. Well, I think I there's a reason why we didn't get the call out. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's okay. just go back to the, the call I make to Max which is that, okay, that we're yeah. gonna get to go to this game yeah. <laughs> on December 9th courtside Toronto Raptors Milwaukee Bucks and listeners if you've listened to any of these 120 episodes you know that uh, I am a diehard uh, Toronto Raptors fan uh, my mood lifts and falls with their wins and losses uh, and, and all three of us are huge 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 NBA fans and Toronto Raptors fans so this was a very big deal
1: mm-hmm. the only problem is yep. there's three of us yep. only two tickets mm-hmm. So then, I, you know, for one, uh, felt a little guilty about how hard you guys were working on the show while I was out on tour. You guys were editing it. You guys were dealing with all like the internal politics here in the building, like all the stuff that I, uh, you know, had nothing to offer. And so I immediately said, "I was like, you know what? You guys are new dads. You deserve a night out. You guys are working super hard. You take the tickets and the story." And I felt really good about mm-hmm. that. Like, and and I thought that's sort of. Where would well, would it
2: was it was a given that Mike was going to get the ticket. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you said, um, you know, I get a lot of things. I, I get a yeah. lot of freebies. So let Shane have let it. Shane do it. Quote yes. it. Yes. But then, so Mike came to me and I was like, oh, oh, shit. Like, I'm, I'd am i love to sit courtside. Like, it'd mm-hmm. be an amazing experience. But it might be less likely that, that they want to do a shout out. Sure. If nobody, Shane, is sitting mm-hmm. there. So I was like, maybe we get Max
1: there. Uh-huh.
2: Or even just for, uh, we we switch it up. Sure. You get half of
1: the first half. How I will mean, we buy a cheap ticket up in the 300s. Exactly, swap we, we it swap out. it out. Yeah, but
2: he was like, no, no, Max really wanted you to have it. Max doesn't care if he's at the game. I was like, okay, in that case,
1: yeah, I'll that's go. what you said. I'll go. That's what I did say. And also, I knows this is
0: Max Kerman quote. You'd be doing me a favor, yeah. if Shane took the ticket. Yeah,
1: and I really mean that. I mentioned uh, about this opportunity uh, to to manager Ash. Saying, oh, we got two tickets, and you know, I'm not gonna go, but it's great that they're going. And then Ash said, well, they should just get three tickets, or, or I know three tickets is sometimes awkward when they're giving away these freebies, so get four tickets. So then she went to the team because uh, we have our own connections through our Kells with MLSE and secured two uh, courtside tickets as well, mm-hmm. which immediately got me stressed out because I thought, oh man, if they give me more preferential treatment to Shane he's he's gonna be annoyed about this because this was sort of
2: no I di- I didn't even care um, Mike, Mike came, we were eating wings at Anchor before, Anchor Bar before uh-huh. we uh, left for Toronto. He's like, you know what's going to happen? He's like, <laughs> they're going to mix us up mm-hmm. with the Arkells and be like, there's Mike and Shane and it's going to be Mike D yeah. and, and, you. And, and Max. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or they're going to do some bullshit with you guys and then run out of time for us. Yeah. But I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm like, that would be funny if that happened because uh-huh. then... We would say, Max, you owe us some press. And then the next time you're doing some Arkell's bullshit, you'll have to talk about Mike on Mike. Yeah, there's uh, there's, (laughs) there's a a you owe
1: me one situation going on.
2: And by the way, like I was in anticipation of us getting on TV. I thought, oh, I'll make it a little memorable. So I got a bunch of uh, gold chains that I had from a uh, Mr. T reshoot that I had to do for the Crave show. (laughs) And I was wearing uh, a tank top. Yeah, And I tucked it into my pants, and I slicked my hair back. (laughs) And the idea was, I'm going to be really funny when they throw to me. Yeah,
0: Whenever anybody asked you why you were wearing that in the photos of you in the seats, I think you always said, uh, dress for the seats you want, or something like that. (laughs) No, dress
2: for the seats you have. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah, because I was sitting courtside. So I thought, if I was in the 300s, I would just be a poor person. Uh But... (laughs) When you're sitting courtside, you're just an eccentric millionaire in that outfit.
0: Sure. Right? <laughs> they were amazing seats, by the way, feet on the court, facing the Raptors bench. They were like the gov they were like the Bell Media governor's seats. Or and
1: something. your seats were better than our seats. Oh yeah. You Shockingly. had the baseline we seats. Had we had the, the Jack Nicholson yeah. seats. Yeah.
0: It was yeah. And But um, honestly though, to have the kind of juice that yeah. like most people if they heard, you know what, there's only two tickets and one of the three is out, they'd be like devastated. You make a call to manager Ash and then you just got courtside seats mm-hmm. anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean we couldn't do that every game, but you're occasionally rocking. you know yeah. it's It
0: took us over a decade of working at this company (laughs) to get those seats, Max, and you made a
2: call. Is it like it's fine that you got the seats? I actually think it's really cool that you're able to go to the game, but is it (laughs) possible to not get the commemorative jerseys? (laughs) <laughs> oh, like well, this? Okay, because that ate up a little bit of it time. Did, I won't lie. Okay, <laughs> so
1: for our listeners, then I then I get word through Manager Ash, I was like, "Yeah, it looks like they're going to be presenting with the jersey mm. and doing." It. I was like, and I, in my mind, I was like, "Oh shit, this might take away from Pod." Yeah, I don't think the time. announcer Matt Devlin wanted to throw to you yeah. getting
2: the jerseys and then go and back that, to yeah. Mike on much, which you're
1: also a part of. Yeah, no, I know. It, I did probably eat up the one opportunity. Yes. and and I was. Uh, yeah, Mike D in our band, who's a big basketball fan now too, he came and uh, I, w- I did talk to him about this. And the other thing is I didn't want to tell you this and I was sort of being shy about it, but uh, they walked us. We had like a special um, you know concierge person walk us back to the board of directors room for the beginning of the you game You had a lady halftime. liaison yeah. person that had a coat room. Yeah, but it wasn't a coat room. It was like an all-you-can-eat free buffet. Wow. Drinks food and uh, i got to hang out with mugsy bugs back there i saw you were he, sitting beside he, him no no but we, space jam we, yeah but we hung out yeah. back backstage so that was so the whole time i was like oh, i can't tell shane this or he's just gonna be furious it's gonna be it's gonna I ruin his-
2: max if you want to go to the game just tell me <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i did here's the thing i didn't even like out of all the things i really would want in the freebie situation this wasn't even at the top i had the best time yeah, I, I'm so grateful that I got to go. But it was so.
2: My treasure is your trash. Is what
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want this. <laughs> um, but I will say, um, okay, yeah, I feel like, so. I do feel a little sheepish about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um but the game itself was very memorable, I thought. And um, we had a chance. A fun- <laughs> now we're going on to the yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, what and then that? that moment, <laughs> it got tight in the fourth. It's like, no, no we're talking no, about else? the seats. No, not the game. No, 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 no. I'm talking about things that happened
0: in the <laughs> it, game. It, was, it felt awesome because in a lot of ways, it felt like we owned the place. It was like all four of us. It was like the three of us on the pod, you and DZ from the band. And we were like sitting... 10 feet from each other yeah so we were constantly going to each other and talking like and people were like who are these guys especially shay because he looked so well there was
2: a woman who was like this guy clearly shouldn't be sitting here so she's like excuse me i'm like yeah what do you want an autograph or something she's like (laughs) she's like could you back up I'm like back up everyone who sits courtside sits like this he was leaning mike was sitting Mm -hmm. like that so i'm like okay i sit back now mike's her problem because now mike's the one Leaning mm-hmm. forward So she was treating me d- Judging me By how I was dressed uh-huh. But then when Arkell's got the Commemorative jerseys And everything And you guys were The big celebs And you came over And gave me like a hug mm-hmm. She was like Uh oh This guy is an Eccentric millionaire <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You did look like yeah. You know If you if you watch a game At like Staples Center like, Or if you're watching A Lakers game They're like Who are these guys Sitting courtside Who just look like yeah. Eccentric millionaires They million? always
0: say If you're like at Staples yeah. And it's like You see guys in the, like in the lower level It's never the dudes That are like dressed to the nines with like the sweet Louis Vuitton, or whatever mm-hmm. it's the guy in the pajamas, yeah, yeah. They're like, That guy's got the most money because he doesn't give a fuck how he looks,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Um, actually, at one point in the game, uh, there was like a deflection on the ball and it came at me really quick, bounced. Right. We were, me and Greg, my brother, were just watching this last night. And you, hilariously, because you're, I think you're eating or you're drinking a beer, mm-hmm. but you flinch and someone puts their hand like to protect you, but it looks like you. And I, without missing a beat, catch the basketball. Pascal Siakam, the forward for the Raptors, comes running up, like wants the ball back, and I talk. It to him, and I'm so giddy. You like a so child, happy. I started dancing in the seat, and you can see it. I'll post it on our Insta story tonight. But
1: yeah, I think I I, think I took a little video of you immediately after the aftermath. Yeah.
0: You well, smile, I was crazy.
2: eating uh, a prime rib sandwich, but <laughs> that since, you paid for it. But yeah, I paid for it. Yeah. But since I, <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. It was all prime rib
0: uh, before for the Arkells freebies. Baby. But
2: since I try not to eat a lot of bread. Uh, I'm eating the prime rib with my bare hands because I forgot to get a f- <laughs> And it's off. So, so it's covered with gravy, and I'm just putting it in my mouth, and then a ball comes flying at me, and Mike, like, saves me. But the ball would have been covered in grease and gravy had Mike not caught that ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That was such a fun freaking night. And then afterward, your liaison lady, yeah. uh, who was great, brings us to the coat slash uh, prime rib room, and you guys get your coats, And we're, because it's like us, uh, we're all there, and then our friends, uh, Mark Myers and Chris Wong, are there, who we've worked with. They're great uh, commercial directors. And we're all like, let's go for a drink after. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, let's go to like Hoops, which is like a bar just down the street, right by the Scotiabank Arena. And uh, she's like, she kind of made a look. Yeah, she's a very condescending. She look. judged Hoops that we were going to go to Hoops, and I get it. You just got like some commemorative jerseys. You were living yeah. the high life. She's like, really, you guys are going go to Hoops? So she takes us to like the affiliated MLSC bar, real sports, real sports, like a bar restaurant. Line up all the way down like the hallway at the restaurant. She she talks to somebody. Gets a whole Arkell's booth. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We roll in. Some guy comes up and just buys everybody like a round.
1: Yeah, our, our, our friend Derek just comes up to the table. He's like, guys, first round's on me. We all look at each other like, this is the best night ever. It ended up being an amazing night. Was, um, it's funny. Uh, back in the board of directors room where I was talking to Muggsy Bugs. I got I to give it to Muggsy. He's like a professional famous person. So he was there with a couple other dudes. And as I was sort of uh, Muggsy
0: Bogues for our listeners is a uh, historic Toronto Raptors player, five foot three, I believe. So he's famously, sh- yeah. famously one of the shortest players in NBA history. But Shor- uh, he, is he is the shortest. Yeah. yeah, five
1: foot three. He Played like fourteen years in the league. And um, while my and he was being very friendly, and we were talking. I we just the band had been to Charlotte. He lives in Charlotte, so we were talking about that. And um, while I was turning, to, I was talking to somebody else for a second. I guess one of the dudes whispered in his ear, "It's like their big song is knocking at the door." And so then I didn't hear this, but Muggsy goes, so you got some new music coming out Love that knocking at the door. <laughs> we like space jam. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it to Muggsy because to appreciate that, it. You got to appreciate it. You know, it's like, uh, that kind of move really makes a, makes a boy feel good. Uh, also Michael Landsberg was sitting, um, two, two seats away from, yeah, me, we I were bit. watching. You guys mm-hmm. were on Celeb Row. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and Michael Landsberg had a sports talk show for a long time. And, uh, He's really into um, five-hour energy drinks. Well, he should come on the Champagne Boys pub crawl then, right? And uh, he uh, he gave me one, so he was just like, he was like, I swear by this stuff, and he, and so uh, shout out to Landsberg for a little five-hour energy. Uh, shot treat Well it
0: was a great time You ruined our promo From TSN <laughs> yeah, but Sorry we, everybody but Yet we remain friends yeah. And uh, we have uh, The big uh, Crave show coming out Yeah let's talk about that Alright should we, should we go to questions Right away from, from uh, Listeners Or should we just Talk about the show And then get to questions Maybe at the end uh, Let's do questions yeah. Okay Let's go to questions So first we're gonna go To our uh, Instagram If you don't follow She's the listener At Mike on Much On Instagram uh, Webby D Who's actually in the the room Right now What up Webby D Hi. Uh, he was the one that posted uh, eight episodes of Michael Much in Conversation with, dropped December 21st on At Crave Canada. Got a question about the new show? Post it below, send a DM, tweet us, call Shane personally. Uh, we'll answer as many as we can in an upcoming episode. We are in that episode. Dan Comand, who was on here before, oh, yeah. he made us an Alexa skin. He asks, on which episode will the nut be making an appearance, and can we expect some nut Shaney boy shenanigans? Mm. Do you want to take that, Shane? Uh, No episodes, and uh, (laughs) we do have the pub crawl
2: tomorrow, so there might be some shenanigans at that point. It was a year ago tomorrow that the nut actually slapped me. He assaulted you.
0: Mm -hmm. That's right. That wasn't very festive.
2: No, and I do have the evidence on film, which we ended up using in our live show, but he did message me. A couple of days ago, he said, "Get your face ready to be slapped." So <laughs> I think he's planning something. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: kind of ambiguous. We don't know what he's <laughs> planning. Uh, but no, the nut wasn't able to to get on the show. But there are a couple photos of him that pop up. Yeah. So if you do watch the show, uh, unlike a podcast, when you listen to uh, this, you obviously can't see what we're doing or, or, or see visuals of what we're talking about. In the Crave show, when we mention, say, the nut. We throw to a funny photo of him.
2: Ah, I forgot about th- it. Is, is, did he blur his face or
0: no? No, he signed the release. With him getting his nipples tweaked? Yeah, that's right. Wow. Now, who? Everybody, there's, there's a spoiler actually, alert. <laughs> yeah. Crave Canada crashes because uh, everybody's <laughs> rushing to subscribe now. Uh, okay, next question uh, from Charlie Bradbury. Any way that we can watch this internationally? That's a great question. Uh, I'm just going to go to her Instagram thing. Charlie, yeah, from I think the UK. She's in the UK, yeah. Um, for now, as, no. As of right now, unfortunately, no. It's, I think it's exclusive only in
1: Canada. But if and you ask us, like, if you DM us, maybe we'll send you, like, a private link or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Stand by. Film Media Legal right now is <laughs> cringing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Message us and we'll hook you up. That being said, we're working on things and we're hoping that these eight episodes can maybe make it to you either across the pond or even in the U.S. The best way for that to be possible
2: is actually if people watch the show. Yeah, the more yeah, people who watch, the more likely it will end up going
0: like, yeah, getting
1: picked up in other yeah. places, sure.
0: That's right. Are you familiar with this user, Maxi?
1: Ah, a former crush, Emma Gillies. I will read her former crush. <laughs> <laughs> Just being very open. She went to my high school. She's a she very went, nice girl.
0: You were you had a crush on her in high school?
1: Everybody did. The whole school. Have you ever told her this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she knows. But uh, but, but, but that's not even news, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not breaking any sort of news. Emma Gillies asks, man,
0: this pod has some great flows. Oh comments are greater than questions this isn't a question but no. she commented our hair i think that's what flows oh nice okay cool nice. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh there are some comments uh yeah okay so holly elizabeth says so excited and never been so happy to have crave okay this is from this is from lauren t carson on instagram oh, yeah. hi real important question here can someone please let me use their crave account so i can watch this no
1: subscribe it's like 10 bucks a month that's why we do the show, and Not you much.
0: get the first
2: month free, so and you can cancel. Your, there's no <laughs> obligation. Seriously, That's watch what my mom eight? did. My mom just bought it. And she's like, I'm canceling the second I'm done binging. So. Watch our eight, <laughs> then watch
0: some Letter Kenny, and maybe you want to keep it uh, Listen, after that.
1: You know what? You you gotta support the arts. This is this is the way these shows get
0: made. I agree. How are we gonna get courtside tickets unless people get crave? Uh, okay, so mego the ego. Uh, is there any way for American fans to watch? Unfortunately, same answer as the mm-hmm. UK. Not as of yet, but we're working on it. I swear, mego. Uh, okay, <laughs> this is actually a good one from uh, Marie Lampropopoulos. I th- hope I said that right. If I didn't, I'm so sorry. She said, which episode is Frank Dangelo a guest?
2: Frank is not on the show. No.
0: Next question. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Laura Antonella, who we obviously know, Lauda Ento, uh, who's been a uh, follower of us and a listener forever. And she says three part question. One, does Shane finally interview Nathan Fielder? No. Two, how many guests refuse to participate in digital desserts? That's a really good question. I think.
2: I did the. uh, I added up how many rejections I had, and I believe it was (laughs) twelve. You're insane!
1: What (laughs) that you actually spent the time to like go through and add up all the rejections?
2: Well, because I had a bit where I was. I actually needed to count them up, but yeah, there was four at the MMVA's just alone. Sure.
0: (laughs) It's nine or twelve. Sure. All right. Okay. So there's the answer to that. And number three, can you tell us more about this call Shane personally option from the original thing?
2: Well, if you DM me, uh, <laughs> I'll give you my number and we can call if it's for the show.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, this question is from Rachel R-G-R-Giano. Uh Just listen to the new pod, and I'm hoping you guys do put it on YouTube so we can watch in the U.S. Webby D., is there any? got to talk to Justin. Justin. Those are, those are bigger decisions. These are big boss questions. We have to talk to Justin Stockman about...
1: We are going to be putting up like a lot of clips from the show, though, so you should be able to at least get some sort of vibe for what we were doing in the studio.
0: The plan right now is to go through and get a bunch of like snackable like 15-second to one-minute clips that we can post all over our socials, funny bits and things like that, that hopefully entice you guys to watch the whole thing. Uh, oh, another one. Uh, White X Sparrows. Leak Shane's number. I just want to talk. Uh, also, same theme and transition music or Nah. Uh, That's a great question. Uh, All new music for The Crave Show. Yeah. All new music. In fact, you might recognize uh, our theme song because it is composed by none other than the Arkells.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, Saturday night. It it works good. Uh, You know, we we, we tested a few different songs, and that one fit the best.
0: And -hmm. it's kind of like a unique version of Saturday Night by Arkells because there's no vocals. Yeah, yeah. Just instrumental. It's just the music. It
1: feels good. (laughs) And that sax kicks in. Yeah.
0: Okay. So for Miss J. P. who obviously we know she's great and uh been to our live shows julie she asks did crave come to you or did you pitch crave
1: how much easier or harder was it to do this for tv versus the pod this is a good segue let's answer this question and then get into the making of the whole damn thing uh, because because before we started recording uh, Shane, who's who's kind of in a funny mood right now, I feel like. Why? I don't know. No, I'm just being funny. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> okay,
0: before we get to that, then I'll ask one last one, because yeah, sure. I think Shane will like this. Connor Finn says, question for Shane, ever sit down and think about getting the Treehouse guys back together for an episode <laughs> on the new Crave series? <laughs> well, although, That's a throwback to episode 89. Well, although Connor is pretending to be a casual fan there, he
2: is DJ Cam's manager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to get, get dj cam and
0: walter back on the show so they can promote their I know uh, yeah okay yes. so uh let's go back to uh julie's question did crave come to you or did you pitch crave so people want to know how did we get a damn tv show
1: yeah so uh justin stockman the uh our pod father yeah, our, our patron saint um who is responsible for having this pod exist uh with bell media uh, he suggested that we do a television show, and we've been talking about it for the last few years. Like, oh, is there a way to to have the magic from the pod work on television? And uh, you know, I think for us, it's it's a pretty nimble small operation when we do the podcast, and when we envision the television show, we we hope it would remain that way. This isn't like, for instance, like. Uh, I just did an episode of The Launch, which is another CTV Bell product, and that is a massive massive operation. Anytime you see like a big network television show, the amount of staff and money and resources being poured into it is like immense. Like I didn't grasp it until I got to see it all in action. And I think it was our preference and it suited the show best if we kept it small and nimble and you know, for lack of a better term, kind of cheap, you know. It's like we wanted to you know, keep the spirit of just three guys talking and, and see if there's a way to make it interesting visually. So he kinda handed over the keys to us. He said, Are you guys into it? And correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong, Mike. No, but, you're nailing it. And um and we and we're always up for stuff and we like the idea of having saying that we have a TV show. <laughs> uh and uh he assigned us some producers that are here in house that are great. And um Tara Paquette who does he put she puts together some of the artwork. She was the illustrator artist for the credits. And whenever you see uh, the stuff on YouTube, like the logo of
0: Mike on Much and the way that the artist names are sort of like um, written in and around the Jenna's doodles for the podcast, that's Altera. And then so she is now sort of for the whole show done all of the graphic design. Yeah,
1: yeah. she's very, very good. She's amazing, actually. So, yeah, so the plan was kind of put into action kind of at the beginning of the year. But the issue or one of the issues is just finding time to do it. And getting big guests and, getting and all that. And getting guests that are worthy of b- putting on television. And that ended up being kind of difficult because...
0: And, yeah, Greg Stewart, Sarah McLaren, like Tyson Parker, they busted their ass to mm-hmm. get Justin inside Soll- Like everybody was pulling together here to try and find us guests for these eight because you want really big anchor guests. Like I said, all those names off the top to mm-hmm. sort of to sort of be there for those eight.
1: Yeah, and the thing which I'm able to reflect on now, which I tried to keep on my mind while we were working through all the, the various like bumps along the, on the way, was that... When you listen to any of the guys that have great television shows, Conan, Stephen Colbert, Kimmel, any, anybody who kind of works in this format, they always say, oh, it took two years for the show to become what it was. Or, mm-hmm. or like... You know, it, it takes months or it takes like, you know, my show getting canceled four times for me to find my footing. So for us, like I, I think the sh- I'm really proud of the show and I think everyone's going to really like it. But I also knew I was like, oh, we're just going to learn so much from this whole experience. And we're going to figure out what we like, what we don't like, what was inefficient you know how we can shoot things better, how we can edit things better, like all these things. We won't really totally know an answer until until we get through the first season. So we just do it until we just do it. Yeah. And so I already I, I'm already excited for the next time we get to do it, um, yeah. because I because I know there's and I know you guys mm-hmm. work in television, so you have even better idea of like how to do it better. But uh, and that's not to say. And by the way, this is not underselling this season. I think. There's so many amazing moments here, and I'm super proud of it, but I'm just like, so good. Like, like the band, when we're making a record or we put on a show, we do it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm excited for the next one because I think we can pull off that mm-hmm. bit even better.
2: Two, they, uh, and for good reason, they were focusing more on the bigger guests for the show because that's obviously the anchor. <laughs> so by the time we came to shoot the actual show, we hadn't shot two digital desserts. Each one of those takes at least 15 hours to edit so it was very 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 stressful for me and on two nights after we had shot all during the day i was going to venues attempting to shoot digital desserts right. and you know i i'd get home at midnight or 1 a.m and on the one case uh, i believe the person's name was alaska thunderfuck uh this was a <laughs> from uh, the
1: drag what's that uh, rupaul's show? drag rupaul's race. drag race and then she canceled as I got to the venue in a glass half full kind of way, I'm excited because now we have amazing looking footage that we can parade around. I go, no, this is it. Like and also when we're trying to get guests, hopefully for there's the second season, uh, we go, oh, yeah, look at this interview. It's like that's Leon Bridges with Mike. Here's like literally a video yeah. you can watch of it. You know, like and same thing with with desserts. It's like mm-hmm. we had Jason Mraz. This is what it looks like. This is exactly what it is. There's no confusion well, the here.
2: The Jason Mraz one just pisses me off too. <laughs> all, all the problems that happen with that. One. <laughs> Why? Have you watched it? Uh, I've I watched a version of it. Have Is you it? seen the photos that they had to put over it? Oh, maybe it didn't. So see. they replaced all the photos that I had in it.
0: Shane had a bit where Jason Mraz has to react to photos So Shane pulls out photos that he's that he's printed uh, off of the internet.
2: So they placed <laughs> Photos over the photos. I already had uh-huh. it was a legal issue. Uh, yeah Like a, a photo of Hitler. They had to put a photo of Hitler over my photo of Hitler <laughs> And it's like, why? You're telling me you couldn't get the rights to that? And and also. Um,
1: and the Hitler estate would be very angry with uh, the pod. We don't want to get sued by the Hitler estate.
2: So
0: People are going to think negatively of him.
2: So, can I? You can cut all this out, but I just have another. Because we might have to. But yeah. I know, but I just have another. This one's actually serious because there's certain things that I'm very worried about. Like, I have like moms and, you know, stepmoms watching this, and sure. they're advertising this on Facebook right now. And I'm going to beep this word, but the, the word is <laughs> and the word is said three times on the uh, Jason Mraz digital dessert. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I was not forced to have the word actually in there unbeeped. <laughs> I had to put the word because um, in that episode, there is Jared Kiso. And he's talking about how uh, in Letterkenny, they fought to get the word said eight times. Mm-hmm. And the the people in uh, the higher ups here didn't think it would be appropriate for us to beep the word <laughs> in our episode. Are you trying to say that word as many times as <laughs> possible? Yeah, right yeah. Now? Of course, of course. This is a comedic device, Max. Uh, being very clear about that. Uh, and, but I'll tell you the reason I had to do that was because they didn't get the Mister T footage cleared. Because uh, okay. uh, in in the Jason Mraz episode, I. Tell uh, Jason Moraz says he doesn't like swearing. He says he likes to be like Mister Rogers, and he goes, "I don't want to be like Mister." And I go, "Mister T," and he goes, "I don't think he sweared. And I go, "Oh, he said <laughs> in one episode of the A Team." Then I throw to a <laughs> clip of Mister T going, "I pity the fool," but instead of fool, I beep it and make it seem like he's saying, "I pity the." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the joke is obviously Mister T didn't say that. Shane's using editing trickery and beeping the word fool. Yeah. But. They, they didn't clear the Mr. T footage, okay. and I had to get a Mr. T impersonator <laughs> to sure. do it, but the Mr. T impersonator couldn't do the Mr. T voice, so I had to hire a voiceover artist. <laughs> <laughs> and the voiceover artist is like, do you want me to say fool or <laughs> And I'm like, say So he says it, and then I'm like, well, now the joke has totally changed because now people watching are going to know that, (laughs) oh, that's obviously not Mr. T's voice. I'm like, if the joke's ruined, we might as well be punk rock and say, (laughs) <laughs> on, the, on the air. And that's what the Crave people wanted, too. <laughs> really? So, so my mom is telling all of her friends, my sweet, <laughs> sweet son has a show. Never talked about the pod in her life. I did not know she was going to go on this advertising campaign. My stepmom, my stepmom who has never heard me swear, ever, is going to hear me say <laughs> twice and throw to a Mr. T in person and saying. Anyway, I just want to say there's a there's a reasoning behind that, and I don't think it's necessarily funnier. And I do want to release the proper Jason Mraz digital dessert that I'm actually like really proud of. Mm -hmm. And it also has a clip of Jason Mraz performing in it, which we couldn't get the rights to. Mm. So I had to replace the clip. It's totally different now
0: if you actually watch it. Well, yeah. But I think the other uh, big important c word here is crave, and if that was a tease <laughs> that uh, it, it, you know you makes you want to watch the show, please go subscribe to Crave so you can hear Shane. Webby is uh, giving Mike a slow clap for that. I, I was just way. trying to transition, uh, yeah. but yes, so uh, it still works. It's still a great bit. People will still love the Jason Rasbit bit. Uh, lastly, this is separately. I'm not sure if this made the cut, but
2: do I talk about lights having a crush on lights? Does that make the cut
0: that that made it into the episode? Okay.
2: I just want to say <laughs> there's an episode with
0: lights. She's the featured guest, obviously front of the pod. And, uh, Shane admits to having a crush on her right before we throw the interview.
2: Yeah. And I want to say to my wife right now that it's a very cutesy type of crush. <laughs> and Only if I was a single man, would I ever, uh, even really in real life be like, oh, I have a crush. I'm not uh-huh. going around being like, oh, I have a crush on so many women. Like. You couldn't pay me to date lights right now. You know, I'm happily married. <laughs> Why are you looking sl- at me right now? No, I'm not. I'm, not. <laughs> I'm a heavy blinker
0: and you know that.
2: In one eye. In one eye. It's an affliction.
0: <laughs> Let's go to one more question here. This one's from t- <laughs> This is from uh, Twitter from, uh, and I hope I don't get his, his last name wrong, uh, Ryan Kleinau. Yeah, sure. K-L-E-I-N-A-U. Yeah, we've met this guy before. Yeah. I just hope I said his last name right. Uh, Will the Crave episodes also be available to listen to as normal pods or exclusive only to Crave? Good question. Just get Crave, man. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I think say
2: we keep it exclusive. Yeah, yeah.
0: But and also, if you're listening, this, like, yeah, I want it on the audio pod. It won't work as an audio pod. We we throw to too many visuals in mm-hmm. the openings, and the, like maybe the interviews yeah. will work, uh, but I, the opening for sure and definitely Shane's digital desserts. Uh, you need to see.
1: Yeah, and you know, to that point, I think one of the um, the challenges about this, the nature of this kind of show, is like, how do we make it interesting on television? Because there have been. You know, to use uh, a fellow podcaster example, Bill Simmons, who has one of the most famous podcasts and uh, well-regarded podcasts out there, he tried to do a version of this show on HBO, and you can imagine how the resources, the resources, and the talent that went into that, and it was a tough go, I think, for him, because uh, I think there's something about listening to interviews uh, while you're running errands or doing chores or on the bus. Where you know it's a really it's an audio medium, and then the trick for us is how do we make it into a compelling thing to watch? So we did really try our best in in subtle ways to make the, the visual experience good, and that is by adding graphics and Shane's digital dessert as opposed mm-hmm. to normal dessert. Uh, and, and also sometimes chopping the interviews to make it a little bit shorter so it's a little bit more digestible because watching an interview for an hour would be different than listening to.
2: Well, it helps the experience, like especially yeah. if you're curious what certain champagne boys look like or whatever. If you've <laughs> always wondered, if you're already invested in the pod, you want to put a face to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And we throw to a lot of clips from our lives or parties we were at or like we have the Jared Kiso story where yeah. we actually throw to – to that, which yeah. I thought was really good.
0: Yeah, and, and I, mean, I mean, to Shane's point, it's like, if, if you've ever been interested, if you've listened to, to, to our, our podcast and listened to the interviews that we do, you're really going to see sort of like how we sort of do it and the way that a Sting or, you know, uh, Jared Kiso or Leon Bridges or Alessia Cara are in those moments, how they're sort of like thinking about questions, how they're reacting to questions. And hopefully that it, it, you guys enjoy it as sort of like watching two people, you know, get comfortable and really sort of revelatory uh, in their answers. You guys, have any favorite guests from the show? Ooh. Max, you came to the Alessia Cara interview, yeah, Alessia and the Jerry really, Kiso interview,
1: yeah, yeah. I will say it is cool. It's really cool being in the room for these interviews too, and hopefully, as a viewer, that's how, how it feels. Yeah, and we keep in you know some of the behind the scenes stuff too. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, like the, one of my favorite answers that you see in the trailer is Sting talking about the profession of teaching. Yeah, and that was kind of answered after the fact right yeah just like
0: casual sort of they're taking photos Mm -hmm. we let it roll that's the thing we try to show you what it looks like when like these big celebrities come into an interview and sort of after the cameras start rolling we just kind of want to you know like we always say just sort of like peel back the curtain a bit and let you see uh, i guess how tv's made and sort of how we're experiencing it in real time hopefully in in the tv show
1: if you guys were to say what were some references of television shows that we were thinking about when you guys were editing and Creating the show because I think you know, we talked about the Norm show, the Norm sure. McDonald show, the digital desserts. Have, I think have like a Tim and Eric style, yeah, Eric Andre, th- but like it's between two ferns quality to them to a certain degree, yeah, it's right in between two ferns and Eric Andre. Mm-hmm. I would think. I think the set design was like, it was it, wonderful. Yeah, a really awesome set that yeah. we do the opens in. And Melanie, yeah, she here, killed it. And, Melanie, and, and, yeah. and describe what she was going for. Do you think? Oh, it was
0: like kind of like this, like old school throwback to like what much music I think sort of was. You know, when we were younger, it was kind of this irreverent, like fun, anything goes, kind of live energy. Uh, and I think that sort of the set sort of feels like that. It's eclectic. There's a lot going on visually, and we want it to be a space that can be creative, and the three of us can kind of like feel comfortable and sort of just really kind of do what we do here, but obviously a heightened version. Um, and yeah, there's lots. I mean, again, like Jody Whittaker one of the guests. I'm a huge Doctor Who yeah. fan. So that was a, a thrill. Like Shane said, uh, there's so many great uh, digital desserts, including Hayden Christensen, who is a huge name. And you that's
2: surprisingly true. Arkells. Like I showed my, that's my wife's favorite one.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have we, you showed the rest of the band? the edit No, yet? I haven't. So the band has not seen the Arkells
1: digital dessert. No. <laughs> What uh-huh. were your thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. It was funny. So just a little peek behind the curtain. So when we were filming the show, I, it was in the middle of like a very heavy album promo time for mm-hmm. me. Like I was pretty stretched thin. And I think we shot the digital dessert like, the day before our record came out. It, yeah. And also, I am somewhat sensitive to just the dynamic in the band. And, and I know I'm doing this thing on the side, but I, I don't want anybody in the band to... You ever be offended by something happening over in this part of my work? In and pod, I, pod world? In pod world. So yeah, I just want to be conscious of all that. And um, But the nature of the digital dessert is that it is awkward. It's it's yeah. intentionally awkward. And part of the bit was me. I don't want to give well, it away. but Well, my fear was that it wouldn't be awkward
2: because I'm fairly comfortable with everyone in the band. I fear some of the members, but a lot of them I'm comfortable <laughs> with. Uh, and I had kind of alluded to that I was going to ask you one of the more difficult questions I've ever come up with. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to give you the boy band treatment. Mm-hmm. And on the, when we recorded in studio, you were like, oh, great. I've always wanted to be in a boy band. But I guess you forgot that the one question in the boy band is very hard and almost impossible to answer mm-hmm. in 2018. I- So everything was going pretty great, even some of the more risque stuff. And you were just loving it. You were laughing at everything because another part of the bit was I wasn't going to talk to you. Yeah. I was just talking to the guys in the band who typically don't get as much media attention. Yeah. And then when I do ask you a question, I ask you the hardest question known to man. Yeah. And you kind of panicked a little bit, got a little angry with me. I'm like, I'm
1: not answering that. What a tease. (laughs) I love this. This is great for listeners. And then I basically said, like, the interview's over, right? (laughs)
2: well and And i was serious and that's kerman storm out well then manager ash is like well do you have any more questions because i'm like what the fuck do i do how do i end this and it's a really awkward moment and then i start asking which i ended up cutting out but uh i do edit these quite a bit but i ended up asking you guys if you ever wish more boys came to your shows (laughs) and you're like no it's got the right amount of boys and then we i kind of make fun of you for that like tease around that but i ended up cutting that and i just ended more abruptly yeah Yeah, it was a fun one. And yeah, Alex, my wife, definitely liked oh, really? the rest oh, okay. of that one. Oh, really? Okay, okay, good. I you
0: know? thought it turned out great, too. Yeah. And hopefully all the listeners uh, hear that, and they're like, "I got to see this
1: fucking." But afterwards, now. was the band like, "What the fuck was no, that?" No, it was such a crazy week for everybody. So I was like, "Okay, on to the next thing," kind of thing. Like, and, and they know you too, and they know your sense of humor, so nothing was that. Which spot. is shocking mm-hmm. that they
0: showed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had told you give them a little notice, tell them I'm going to do something silly. You're like, "Oh yeah, don't worry, it'll be great." And then <laughs> while we're setting up, and guys are taking their jackets off, you're like, "Oh guys, uh, Shane does this uh, little funny thing. It's like between two ferns." And they're like, "What?" Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> And then I, I kind of had a little panic there. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. Should we wrap it up? I think we should. Uh, what should we leave our uh, listeners with? Uh, we, Like we said, uh, it's been, it's been an, uh, a very interesting learning curve to the show. But it's funny because when you're shooting these eight episodes in the moment when you're on the set and all that stuff, uh, you are like, oh, was that good? We don't know. And then you see it later in the edit. And after we've had some time away and now that we've seen these eight episodes... We're all really proud of it. Like yeah. man, like the opening of like the Jody Whitaker episode for like for instance, it's like when we watch back and I'm like, I forgot that Shane told that story. You know, mm-hmm. that's it's such you know, there's so many good bits that we're super proud of and uh yeah, for a first try ever making a show, like I-, I couldn't be prouder of these 8 episodes and I hope that all of our listeners that are able to watch it. Um and if you aren't, I'm sorry we're going to find a way to get it to you. Uh we hope that you guys love it as much as we uh, enjoyed uh doing it.
1: Yeah, and it's really the result of um is because we've done this podcast for over 100 episodes and yeah. built up sort of the chemistry of talking to each other. It's like, you know, just leaning on our experience at this point I think made the made the show fun and I think really good. So oh, hopefully you guys like it. Yeah, and yeah. hopefully we
0: get to do it again. Yeah, But before that, December 21st, eight episodes. Yeah. Maybe binge them over the holidays. Let us know what you yeah, think. Yeah,
1: you tweet or say, like, I got at Crave... Canada TV <laughs> specifically TV. for <laughs> because of the mic on much podcast yeah. only because of that and then and then we can send those screenshots to the bigwigs up, upstairs.
0: Anything you want our listeners to know about your digital desserts, Shaney boy?
1: I know the word dessert is annoying, and I
2: hate
0: constantly
2: saying really? it. I don't find it annoying. Well, I have a friend Matt McPeak, and he was like, oh, "Don't you?" I just hate the word dessert, and I, I agree <laughs> with really? it. Well, he doesn't <laughs> eat any dessert. Like <laughs> oh, he's ripped. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, you will hear the word dessert quite a bit. I'm into and, it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh.
0: So please uh, check it out on Crave if you can. Uh, we are super grateful that you listen to this episode, and hopefully you like the show, guys. I guess that's it. We're all off for the holidays. Actually, we're gonna record a couple more pods so that people have yeah, them yeah, over the holidays. Yeah, uh, so we got some good stuff coming up uh, over the next week or two. The Much. Mike- oh, and you know what? Thank you to fucking everybody that made this show happen. You know should I mean? have opened with that. There's Thanks so everybody. many names. There's too many to say. Uh, obviously, uh, Justin Stockman, the podfather, uh, made the show happen. We'll get and to all the names. We'll get to uh, everybody. Or name. just watch the credits of the show because yeah, they're all right too. there. The Michael Much Podcast produced by Max Kerman. I'm your host, Mike Vierman. See you next week. If we don't die on The weekend.